1: back to Earth Station Trek, a show where we trek from the early days on NBC to the future on Paramount Plus and everywhere in between. I'm Charles Kelso, and it's my privilege to introduce the Earth Station Trek crew, Keith Johnson.
2: What you call silicate
3: life, we call life. Alan Seiler. I feel like my brain is going to explode
2: with science! And Veronica Daschle. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) I think I heard that in the episode. One of them.
0: Yes, I'm totally (laughs) putting the episode.
2: (laughs) Wow, what a week this week.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, we, crazy. we took last week off for Dragon Con. Yep. And then now we come back on Star Trek Day. We got two Lower Decks episodes to talk about. So I hope everybody's got their talking shoes on.
3: <laughs> talking <and> shoes. <choose. laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think first we need to address the big news of the week, of the day, of the month. The biggest month. thing that happened. The past year. Right. Keith
4: is back on Facebook He's back finally.
3: Dude, Over so let months. me tell you I didn't see your post When I got uh, off work, I got in my car I looked at my phone, the first notification Literally the first notification I saw Was you liking one of my posts And I thought oh, <laughs> Keith is liking posts
1: Finally
2: <laughs> yeah. you, Like I said on the group, it's
1: a Star Trek Day miracle Right on <laughs> Welcome back guy. Keith
2: thanks <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right. now so we yeah, can talk we'll, about all that
1: other stuff yeah uh we all went to dragon con well keith you didn't make it to dragon con but we the
2: rest of us went to dragon con not a bit week. i didn't go see participate in a blessed thing and i'm depressed mm-hmm. but hey oh <laughs> we saw alan there yeah at awesome the,
1: like very end i know like the and, last like, thing monday. we did on monday we yeah, saw it's alan. so funny
3: that <laughs> Monday afternoon, in, in like getting ready to leave, I ran into so many people that I didn't see the whole weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, did you it have was
0: a funny? Time?
2: It's funny because I was at the house. Since I was at the house, I had to stay in the house because I was having kitchen repair done. So since I was at the house, I kept hoping it would rain because that way I wouldn't feel so bad being in a house. But then I thought <laughs> about everybody lot, at- though. Yeah, I thought about everybody at Dragon Con. I thought, whoa, it was
0: suck. You're the reason history. I slid down the stairs.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. the <no. laughs> no. Yikes. Yeah. We actually walked into a river. Yeah. And in the street. And yep. so we had all day Sunday wet feet.
3: Yep. Yes. Awful. Me too. Uh- <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, I had a couple of different pairs of shoes, though. So
3: I had ones I could change into. Hmm. Yeah. Life that's lesson. That's bring smart. extra
0: socks, pants, shirts, <laughs> underwear, <laughs> yeah. dragon collar. Bring... Even if you're only going for a day, doesn't matter. Dude, I
3: bring extra everything. When I came <laughs> home, I had two suitcases. One of them I had my dirty clothes in and one of them I had clean clothes that I had not even worn yet. So I <laughs> double packed.
1: Wow. Yeah. But hey, I was prepared. We're... Anyway, we were. We were doing good just to make sure all of our puppets were where they supposed yes. to be. I, oh, I know you had more important <laughs> things to
3: worry about than, than me and my dumb shorts. And you know. <laughs> well, how did your panels go? You did some Star Trek panels. I did two. And uh, one was Star Trek comics, which was interesting because I literally haven't read a Star Trek comic in decades. Um, <laughs> and there was no moderator assigned. So I ended up just, you know, moderating my two, co-panelists, one had written a book about the history of Star Trek comics, and the other one had written four Star Trek comics in, in addition to novels and stuff. So <laughs> it ended up being pretty good. The Alan was one, the
0: moderator for this. <laughs>
3: I was like, I have nothing to say. The last comic book I read had the gold key logo on it, so <laughs> that wow. dates me right there. Um, and then the second one was called Writing About Star Trek, and two of the most impressively intelligent people I have ever met at a convention were on so again I'm totally outclassed you know (laughs) um, and I jumped in and moderated but we had such an incredibly good audience for that one very small audience but they had some in just amazing questions and really intense discussion and it turned out to be one of my highlights of the weekend Awesome. awesome! Wow. Unfortunately, wow. I didn't see the thing I was most excited about was seeing the Strange New World cast. But mm. every time they had an appearance, w- conflicted with one of my many panels, so I yeah. did not right. see yeah. them.
0: Yeah, we 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 got to see. Um, wow, I'm blanking on all of their names. Ethan Peck, I'm remembering his name.
3: Okay. There's Anson and, Mount.
0: Anson Mount. I guess we got to see those two. A, a couple of the one time when we were walking around the Walk of Fame. Yeah, yeah we didn't I see their
3: panels. No. I saw the three of them no. on the walk of fame and they just looked beautiful.
0: That's true. We didn't see any star Trek panels this year. We went to no, a, but to a Stargate panel. Yeah. And that was I about had
1: it. my daughter there with me, uh, Friday and Saturday. So I was doing things with her. Nice. We had like five, six events of our own that we were yeah. doing.
0: working in the puppet table. Plus yeah, you guys
1: the, were busy. Yeah. But, and we did our, yeah. our first, uh, full length adult only show at dragon con. We've done a lot. Uh, we've, like adult material for short pieces. And so we did a full show and we actually exceeded capacity on the room Seriously? and <sighs> away from our show, which was the first time that's happened at Dragon Con. That was amazing. amazing. Yeah. Was it a late night
2: show?
0: Yeah. It was. It was like 10
1: p.m. 10 30. 10 30. Oh, yeah. sweet. I don't know when it was. <laughs> it was dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, but it was fun. And we, uh, we had a great crowd for the Brit Track show again. And yeah. we did the puppet slam, which went really well. And we had our other shows. Uh, we had a great time. Yeah, right. our, our shows all went, we had some technical difficulties over the course of the weekend. If you were at our, our, our Trek Track show, sorry. Uh, <laughs> our audio cues decided to all just randomly stop halfway through. And that was a show that has a lot of songs in it. And oh, so we played like,
0: like a minute and a half of each of the we two and, that and a half, to three minute songs. Oh, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, when your song unexpectedly stops and.
0: Yeah. And then the audience goes, "Oh!" I know. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, they wanted to hear more." I felt so good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Always leave them wanting more. That's there my strategy. <laughs> That's right.
0: Uh, no yeah. one knew that it, we were we were having issues though. They all thought it was okay. Yeah. Not all well, of them. I think but the people, do. several of people who came up <laughs> to me, they were like. That was a great show. I was like the audio cues didn't right throw you well, off. through, are like, oh, I thought that was part of the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. Someone did say that. Okay. Ho- hopefully, people won't hold it against us, and we'll still give us good ratings so we can come back. Uh, yeah. We right. We 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 did our best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, but that was that was the, really the the show that was plagued with yes. technical problems. Yes. But and then I'll, I wanted to say too, last year after DragonCon, I was really raving about how. Uh the mask compliance. How impressed I was with everyone's mask compliance and everyone was doing a great job last year at Dragon Con and I'm yeah. not going to do that this year because no. the mask compliance was not there this year.
0: Not at all. Uh, no, except but it also several of the track rooms, several of the track yeah. rooms actually didn't enforce it. Yeah. But everywhere else, going yeah. into the hotels, going into most of the panel rooms, especially the big panel rooms, not not at all.
3: Yeah. Um all the panels that I was in, it was pretty well you know, followed, but only Mm. in the panels. Right. And, and for the most part in the, in the common areas in the hotels, um, as far as the main hotels go, like I was staying in the Sheraton and there's not a lot of programming in the Sheraton. So there wasn't a lot of Mm. masking, but I didn't think it was too bad. Now going to that, to the dances.
4: Mm.
3: (laughs) No, no, that was (laughs) terrible. That was a bad idea. And I didn't want to stay long. Hmm. That's okay.
1: Yeah. Well, we still had a great Dragon Con. We had a great time. Oh, uh, we yeah. We made some great contacts there. And uh, so we're, um, it was fun. We'll be back again next year.
4: Yeah.
1: Right on. All right. Well, when we want to get it. What do we want to do first? Star Trek Day or lower? Text? Oh, yeah. Star Trek Day. Star Trek, Trek Day. Day. Oh, yes.
2: yes.
1: Happy Star Trek Day, everybody. Yay.
2: Happy Star Trek Day.
1: So where do we want to start? What's the What's the thing that that's, that's you're eager to talk about? Picard. Picard. Dude, that trailer. Yeah. Oh my
0: god.
1: There's a new it Titan looks good. Yeah. And it the, the new Titan looks very constitution class influenced. Yes, it does. Uh, it looks very old school, which yes, it does. I, I think Terry Metallas on Twitter has been calling it the, the Titan A. I don't know if it actually has oh. an A or not, but it seems to imply that it's uh after the Titan that we're familiar with. Uh yeah. so I don't know if maybe Star Trek just I mean Starfleet just has gone for some retro styling. Yeah, You know, I would love to have seen, I mean, I don't want to be the complainy guy, but I would love to have seen the, the, the Rikers Titan in live action. Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. But I'm telling you,
3: it looks spacey. It does. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like we're farting around on earth a lot or in the past (laughs) a lot or in an alternate dimension or anything like that. We're doing space.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I remember that's one of the things uh, Patrick Stewart said today when when he was talking on the stage was yeah. we are in space and everyone went, yeah, awesome.
2: <laughs> that's so big news for Star Trek show. When I know, space. right? We're in space. That's great. I love it. <laughs> but I noticed I noticed what you guys for what you guys are saying I noticed Terry Metallus is always uh, tweeting and posting stuff. I mean, I know you're excited about something you work on, but he really, really, really seems excited. About
3: it. Yeah, good. which is awesome. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it looks like this whole thing is initiated by. Um, hey, hey! Hang Mr. on, hang Faber. on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Mr. Faber!
4: Yay! Happy Star happy,
3: Trek Day, Mr. Happy Faber! Star All Trek right, my day, favorite, <laughs>
2: Star Trek Day. <laughs>
3: um, it looks like the 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 plot is initiated by Doctor Crusher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sending out the call, whatever it is that they're fighting, sending out the call to Picard. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: really interesting. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back totally. in season one when um I don't remember the name of Picard's little butler guy, Jabon, Jabon, something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. he was like, Yeah, you need to get Riker and Worf and Geordie. And Picard's like, no. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, hey, well, do you understand your audience? Right. <laughs> Uh, it's, a, it's a great little scene in the trailer when uh, Picard was saying to Riker, I don't want to put you in danger. And Riker was like, since when?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, this is what we do. Yeah. That's exactly. the
3: job,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for it.
4: Yeah.
3: And yeah. We, we pretty much got good shots of everybody except, again, Brent Spiner. So we still don't know what he's doing this season, which I'm right. very glad about. I don't want to know until I see him on screen for the first time.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah,
1: I, I feel like we'll spoil see it. More then. they will.
3: They will. No, they can't. No, please don't. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying they probably will. No, Do I don't think, want them to <laughs> stop. Hmm.
2: Do you think Say somehow that. there's yet another copy of Data's personality out there somewhere, has backed yes. up? Yeah, maybe I
1: something. I mean, it could be well, as easy be. as Data created a hologram once. You know, yeah. like who knows? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Totally. I mean, I, I feel like it's not going to be Eric soon, or not Eric soon. No, no. um, all soon. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it could be maybe out.
3: it's maybe it's Alton Brown.
0: It's old, <laughs> it's an old new character, is what yes. Alice had said.
3: Right. Uh, maybe yeah. it's lore. Maybe, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's lore.
1: I, was I hope not. it was lore. Yeah. <laughs> no.
2: I can do it. No Yosung and no lore. I can do without them.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, we got a date for it.
3: It's February the 16th. Yes. So have you um, mapped out the dates yet to
1: see if there's any break between prodigy and that uh i haven't but prodigy said october 27th and that's yeah. more than 10 weeks to february 16th that's true so i don't know okay. are we gonna have a break in between or are we gonna have something else jumping yeah, in who there knows or is prodigy
0: who, gonna go for a full season all at once
1: yeah who knows what prodigy is gonna do maybe they'll do five episodes maybe we'll do 10 we'll maybe we got be got 20 we know. should be getting 10 this round that's i but, think that's yeah, what they but, said last time but last time we got five and five.
3: No, I mean, I mean, the last time that they said, you mm-hmm. know, about down the road, they said there would be all 10. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, I'll who knows? So. I might be making stuff up.
1: <laughs> and also things can change. Yeah. You
3: know? uh, Matt Sweatman says, I feel like I missed something about it, but wasn't there another soon type Android at the end of Nemesis?
1: Well, it was B4. Yeah. yeah. But B4 was in a drawer last time we saw him. Right. Yeah. So then maybe they get him out. Maybe maybe they, they open the drawer. <laughs> they jumpstart Yeah.
2: And and the whole thing with B4 was his neural net was not quite as sophisticated as Data's lore. Right. So there was, there was a question of how much of Data's real personality would map onto him.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So... I'm looking forward to it, though. They're, some of them are yeah. finally doing the Star Trek Picard show that I would like to have seen from the beginning. And I know right that's on. not to hate on everything else they've done. But, you know, I, I like that. I want to see my old Star Trek heroes getting yeah. together and going on space adventures. Yeah. And being heroes. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So um, yeah we, mentioned, we mentioned it, but we also saw some Prodigy. They had a Prodigy yeah. teaser. Boy, yeah. That looks good, yeah. Yeah, it
0: does. Two Janeways, two Janeways.
1: Um, the outrageous Okana, (laughs)
0: the older
1: version of Okana. That's crazy, that's crazy town, right there.
3: Like, they're just yeah, they're pulling out stuff that you would never think of.
2: Trust me, I would never think of or even want to bring Okana back, so I'm just gonna be (laughs) open minded about it. Yeah, Who, who would ever think
3: that that's a character that really deserves? Or needs to come to be brought back.
1: right, yeah, right. But Billy nope. Campbell's a great actor, so oh, I, I'm excited to see him play a, a new version of Okana, you know, yeah. with a new set of writers writing for him. Absolutely, he's, yeah, he's not limited to what they did on the you know, what is it, season one of Next Gen or season yeah, two? I'm, I don't remember when it was. I mean, that
3: was 40 years ago or whatever, so yeah. he, I mean, that character would have changed and grown, and you know. Mm-hmm everybody looks older. 40 he years looks, down the
1: road he looks older and grizzled he's got yes. sort of like a beard with like speckled with gray or white yeah and he's got yeah. the eye patch like he had on lower decks yeah so i'm yep. excited for okana
3: absolutely and excited to see whatever it is that's happening with
2: murph yeah yeah, oh. yeah transformation what's that all about or something I don't, like that. i don't know
1: this yeah, is, this is just as exciting as Delyn on Babylon Five. I gotta see what <laughs> what hatches out of Murph.
3: Nice. <laughs> wow,
1: that's a deep cut. <laughs> Not for us. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, so we got um uh a little um a a teaser sort of oh it's like a clip or like a like a little promo for uh, lower deck. I mean yeah, lower decks. Yeah, a, um, a, a little scene. Yeah.
3: Matt Sweatman says Murph is a Pokemon. And <laughs> Dan Dan yeah. says hi from Scotland.
0: Hi Dan. A-
1: Dan Leakey, how's it going?
0: But the Pokemon that Murph looks like is Ditto, and Ditto doesn't evolve.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> those people who like <laughs> See, Pokemon do, so hey, you're hey, dropping
1: <laughs> references that we don't get. This is like the
2: opposite. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Dan Lucky, thank you, because it must be midnight, 1 a.m. where you are? Yeah. In wow. Scotland? he's
3: yeah, yeah, he's always, like, up at weird times and always yeah. jumping in our stuff, no matter what time of day it is in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it. it's past that. midnight. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, past
2: yeah. midnight in uh, Greenwich, so thank you, Dan. That's cool. Yeah. yeah
3: absolutely. So, anyway, okay. uh, where were we?
1: Yeah, so Lower Decks, we got a little... Uh, it looks like maybe it's a fantasy sequence or something, or well, you know, it might be a fantasy sequence, or it might be uh, transporter clone Boimler showing up. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's what
3: I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, but oh, let me tell you, that looks great. Those battle scenes look, yeah, so well done.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think the space shots on lower decks are the best ones on the series on the, on the franchise right now, right. Absolutely. Although I will say the ones that we saw in Picard look really good. They do look good, but the, the modern shows have a tendency for the, the, it's sort of washed out, you know, like the, the yeah. lights all seem like they bloom and it's hard to see yeah. the details on the ships and things. Oh no, like yeah. That. I like agree. The old days where the ships don't fly in slow-mo past the camera anymore. <laughs> right? It wasn't slow-mo, but you know, they don't have those, <laughs> they don't arc past the camera like they used to. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then, uh, what else did we get? Um, oh we 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 got strange some new news worlds? about strange new worlds yes yeah
3: dude yeah. who would have predicted this
1: uh, Carol Kane is gonna be on uh, she's gonna be the new uh uh engineer chief, on yep, Lower, chief engineer yep, she's on the Lo- on strange new worlds yep
3: she's the new himmer. yep basically. well she's and not himmer. I'm just saying no she's <laughs> the chief engineer right so yeah Carol Kane holy smokes that's a big get that is
2: Wouldn't so, be funny wouldn't it would be funny if at the end of season two she died by jumping off a ship and then no, becomes- <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Every back season back at it, she jumps off,
1: and lands on yeah. Hammer.
2: Yeah, every engineer, every year dies that <laughs> a
1: way. I love them at the bottom of that cliff. <laughs> oh, that's funny.
3: Just a stack of them, just piled up. Um, so and then I. And Hammer you know,
0: comes crawling out of them. He was right. like, <S Yeah. time. laughs>
3: I've been a Carol Kane fan for many years. Oh, yeah, since um,
1: I saw I've, maybe Scrooge was the first thing I saw S- her in. Scrooge is the thing that I always associated with most because I watched that so much when I was, yeah, getting, and I watched I watched taxi on TV. I mean, and I watched the Princess right. Bride, but Scrooge was like a tradition in my house. It's right.
3: I, mean, I saw there. her I saw her on taxi, but I, yeah. I think, you know, it wasn't until Scrooge that I was like, who is this person, and why is she so amazing?" She's great. She is amazing. And every, so I've seen everything basically, mm-hmm. um, Kimmy Schmidt, where she was mm-hmm. just fantastic in. Okay.
1: Oh, love it. Have you, have you seen Kimmy Schmidt? We, we've not watched all of Kimmy Schmidt. We started it. It's one of the, there's too many shows. It's one of the shows know. that we've started and we've not finished yet. Yeah.
2: I've never seen Scrooge, but I've saw her on Whoa. the Princess Pride. Oh, dude, you got to watch Scrooge. You got to watch Scrooge. Yeah, it's so baby. good. Oh, good.
0: It's so good.
3: I keep she's getting bumped. fantastic in it. I, yes. I keep,
2: I keep getting bumped in the 1930s versions of a Christmas Carol with Alistair Sim and well. uh, Charlie <laughs> Brown Christmas and all that kind of stuff. So I've never seen Scrooge. Yeah.
1: Well, you should oh, give wonderful. Scrooge a try this year. It's great. Uh, it's on the list. Okay.
3: Elaine chimes in by saying I'm thinking I'm thinking fantasy because of the Romulan triplets that were commanding the ship. (laughs) Sorry. Could be. Could be. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. And Dan says, I'm so glad Nicholas Meyer finally broke the news that the SETI Alpha 5 project is going to be a podcast, something he's known about for months but couldn't really talk about. Great to be able to speak about it now. Yeah. Um, so I guess still nothing about,
1: um, captain proton.
2: <laughs> Come on. Man, I'm, I want my
1: captain I'm proton. Yeah, but I'm excited for them to make bigger pushes into audio though. Audio drama, yeah. not just, yeah. um, yeah. audio books. And yeah, the, yeah, the study of a five things been when well, we've talked about it on the show before being in podcast, it's, it's, it's been around for a while. It's just not been official, you know? Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, um, like he's talked about it and you know, they, that, that came out back when they were, um, when they were registering the domain and they registered it as a podcast and they hadn't done right. it previously, <laughs> but it's uh, it's exciting. I'm excited to listen to it. I would love to have watched it, but it's yeah. like a good, a good, um, they can't do everything as a TV show. You can't yeah. have every idea as a TV show. So this gives opens up a lot of avenues yeah. of doing yeah. audios and you can do a lot of, a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. And it's a,
3: it's a, it's a quicker production time. Mm-hmm. It's lower cost production time. And it expands the possibilities of what you can do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's great. It, it's yeah. a smaller audience, but they'll True. still get they'll still get plenty of people. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, they
3: don't have anything to worry about in that. But right. Yeah, it's yeah. exciting. Totally. OK, so what are we what are we leaving out? Well, let's see. Um
2: I read something and I have no idea if there's any truth to this. Um I because I, I've been out of touch for everything all week, but I read something where they keep talking about Kate Mulgrew might be being considered for a live action series. Does anybody know if there's any true to that at all? Well, she's th-
1: been sort of drumming it up on Twitter a bit. Yes. Yeah. And she, right. and she has said that there's been talks and she has said that, you know, if you want the, like the idea, give it, give it support, let them know. And so she's been sort of fanning the flames of that a bit. Yeah, she Twitter. has. Um, and, which, and like, and very recently too, like within yeah. the last few days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I, I it seems like a lot of big, a uh, better possibility than it had previously. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I saw a quote and I don't remember the quote, but I saw, uh, I saw something she said that made it sound like it was more than just a, a, a you know, vaporware, as it were, that there was mm-hmm. some serious talk about that. I think Kate Mulgrew could absolutely headline a show about. Mm-hmm. Oh James yeah. So she, with her yeah. presence. There's
3: no uh, question yeah. about that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I'd love to see something with her. Uh, yeah, me too. Awesome. And I don't not think sure. that she would be as reticent
1: about, you know, going on space adventures. I know Patrick Stewart right. wanted to be Picard, but not have a Starfleet uniform, not go on space adventures. Um, exactly. So, you know, I I don't think that she has quite the same hangups about it that he does. I, you know, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily want to see a show that just explores Janeway's psyche and backstory. I, you know, I want to, uh-huh. I want the Star Trek heroes to there's a, there's a crisis in space and we need our Star Trek heroes. <laughs> you know, I want right. to see about exactly. their having space. Right. adventures.
2: Exactly. exactly. Huh that's a wish i'd like to see that yeah Yeah, i would love to see that uh questions while we're talking about that real quick so i haven't read a lot of books um do y'all know what were there were there book treatments that dealt with voyager when it got back to earth and specifically what happened to everybody when they just i i'm one of those people who like they say lord of the rings um, the return of the king had too many endings i didn't think so because it was from the book I, one of those people, I kind of like to see what happened afterward. And I always hate the fact that I didn't get to see um, a, a couple of episodes of when they got back to Earth. What specifically happened to them? The discussions yep. about any of the Maquis going on trial, even though I know they pardoned them. What happened yep. with, what was the deal with Seven? What was the deal with Harry seeing his family? So I just wondered if the books care. Uh, they can't do that now, I guess, because everybody's older. But um, I was just curious, was that ever handled in the books that give us the back? story of what happened when voyager got back to earth
1: yeah there was a there was books about when it got back but also there was a whole voyager relaunch series where Mm. the voyager leads a fleet back to the delta quadrant and um yeah like like chakotay's (laughs) a captain and there's a new emh and all this stuff yeah there's a whole there's a whole storyline there where there's a voyager fleet that goes back to the delta quadrant
2: That'd be something to watch, because, read, Because, as we you know know, the Voyager came back with the most advanced technology that the Federation mm-hmm. had access to, because all that Borg technology and all mm-hmm. kinds yeah. of stuff. And they probably uh, tried to reverse engineer the quantum slipstream. Not that they ever seem to have gotten that to work yet. Yeah, but <laughs> still, still a lot of stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, I know Kirsten Beyer was big in those books. Like she's bit like as a writer, she's a bit uh, very involved with those books before she was in the live action TV shows. Cool.
3: Dan points out that today is the first anniversary of Warp Factor Trek. So hey, congratulations. Happy anniversary. Congratulations. Hey. Yay. And he wants to know how well we thought the Romulan makeup today
1: was and I guess that's from the yeah, live show. That was I actually have no idea. It was our friend Giraffe. Yeah. Who um helped us when we moderated that panel on um on uh Captain Picard week. Um uh, Giraffe was the and she actually came to Atlanta and we were going to hang out with her. My daughter started throwing up in the car. So we didn't make it. We had to turn around and come back, but yes. oh. it was Giraffe from um, strange uh-huh. new pod and she got picked out and then she went up there and they did makeup on her. I thought it looked fine. It, oh. it? it looks like That's the cool. new um, Romulan yeah, makeup right. and not the old Romulan makeup, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but you know, for a quickie makeup job, I think it, it's better yeah. than I could do. Interesting. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, And Matt says, Kate would do great headlining a show. I love Patrick Stewart, but man, does he look frail at times. Mulgrew wouldn't have that issue. I agree. Totally. Yeah, true. Yeah.
0: I wonder how much of that was them playing that up with him because uh, at least on Star Trek day today, he did not look that frail. He, he seemed very vigorous,
1: no, but he looks 80. Yeah. You know, and he, he's, he's older than Kate Mulgrew is. That's true. Yeah.
2: Yeah, his his I think the main thing with Patrick Stewart too is he always had that incredible, uh, powerful bass voice. Mm-hmm. His voice is weakened, which happens with age. So yeah. it, yeah. it doesn't mm-hmm. boom like it used to. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So yep. any
3: anything else from today that that's no, all and I have that
1: I've seen. Yeah, and I haven't watched all of the Star Trek Day. We Mm-mm, we watched about half of it too. when we got home from work. But I, you know, I'm yeah. a sucker for those things. I love the big Star Trek events. I love the big 30th anniversary one uh back in 1996. I I love it when they just take clips for the intros and they'll have all the different Star Trek shows and yeah. they're going back and forth between all of them. I I I, I think it's fun. So I have a yes. great time yeah. watching the Star Trek Day. So we're gonna finish it after we finish this, but um yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Oh, there was also a, there was a sort of short discovery um um, behind the scenes, sort of. It was really just Wilson hmm. Cruz walking around, and but oh, yeah. the big things that Mary Wiseman was there on set filming. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Oh, so Tilly, back. Tilly's back.
0: Yeah, she's like what well, well, we're filming today. So for she however was much. not just there to hang out at yeah. least.
1: Oh. Well, I don't think they would put her in if she wasn't in the show. Well, I mean, you uh, know. maybe it's an
3: episode. Maybe it. It could be. Yeah, we don't know maybe how it's much the, she's back, but. Maybe it's the jumping off point
1: for her new Starfleet Academy series. We hope you heard it here first. I would like to her. I want to see her on Discovery more, though. I I like her on Discovery. Yeah. Yeah, She's part of like the the core of that crew. Yeah.
3: Agreed. Um, Matt says Margarita Alley.
1: I have no idea what that means. (laughs) That was the thing from today. Yeah, it's from the... um... It's it's a section of the trailers where they were hanging out, and they call it Margarita Alley. Okay. And, a costumer
0: uh, named it apparently. I don't yeah. remember her okay. name, but they said her full name until he, and uh, Mary Weissman was like, "Oh, she's gonna be so upset that we just said her full name on TV."
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you're listening on the audio podcast, we'll take a quick break right here and promote a fellow ESO Network podcast show, and then when we get back, we'll be talking about the last two episodes of Star Trek Lower Decks. So stay right there.
2: winter is coming. Prepare with a fine cigar and listen to the Cigar Nerds podcast. We smoke cigars and talk about movies and all kind of nerdy things. Available at cigarnerdpodcast.com, also on the ESO Network at esonetwork.com.
0: Spoilers.
1: You, wow. You, you just do it loud enough and close up to the mic to mess up the levels so that I have to <laughs> try to fix it later. Sorry. You can't do a spoiler in a normal voice. You have to get right up on the mic and make Spoilers. a loud sound. Spoilers. <laughs> it's Perfect. Spoilers. Nailed it. Yeah, we're talking about the, the the last two episodes of Star Trek Lower Decks. And um, last week was, was it called Batless and Binox? Am I getting that right? And then this week's was. Mining the mines, mines. I think. Yes. If I'm remembering that correctly. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. Martok.
3: Oh man. Martok. Yes. We got an awful lot of Martok last week, which
1: was amazing. Well, and it was brilliant too because they even pointed out that it's not actual Martok. He didn't yes. actually sit down and record this game. It's yes. a it's a it's a Ferengi knockoff, and they of have course. all the different expansions and things, <laughs> and which makes perfect sense. You know, the, the yeah. you can you can do that with whoever. And I was really disappointed that it, when the episode was over, that I couldn't just go play this game.
0: I know. Why did like, they not have like, this game? This is an easy thing for. Them yeah, to make. you should
1: at least have a, a version of it available. Yeah. where the clips from Martok, and you can play a little like D and D style Star
2: Trek game. That's Absolutely.
1: Brilliant.
2: Yeah. It that was so cool because I I never I never look ahead, read ahead, watch anything for the upcoming show. So I literally just turned it on and and, and I'm a surprise. And I had to go into the kitchen real quick and I heard the voice. Like, hey, that's smart <laughs> <that's> talk <laughs> Then of course I saw the I saw the you know, I saw the face, the mean with the one eye missing, and I yep. that's talk At first, because I wasn't paying attention, I didn't know it was a video game. I, I thought yeah. it was like I don't know. I thought it was like a recruiting at you mm-hmm. know, like a recruiting thing or something. Martok had, rec- had it done for the Klingon Academy or whatever they had, and then I realized it was a game. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um but that, that voice, JG Hertzler, you you hear that voice, yeah. and, oh you know who it is in two seconds. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
0: He was at um Tricklanta several years ago. Um mm-hmm. it was he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. But he was, he was very much Gigi Hertzler. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so Matt Swetman reminds us that there was a DVD game with Galron back in the 90s. I remember yep. that very well. But it was on VHS.
1: Yeah, right. Not, not
2: DVD. VHS.
1: Wow. Yep. I, we have two copies of that, I think. Well, of course uh, you okay.
3: do.
0: <laughs> I mean, whenever you find it, you have to buy it, obviously. Right. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah, you and never know when
0: it's going to sit there forever, and then they're going to be like, eh, this is trash. Get a right. buy it.
3: Dan says, Zephram Cochran, Martok, and Leah Brahms, who would like to guest return next?
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, like if I could Go, just pick somebody? Sure. Pick em. Um, Ooh, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it is. Come back to me.
0: <laughs> Veronica.
1: No, it's not. I'll go Armin Shimmerman.
0: Yes.
3: Oh, I'm I'm a hundred percent certain that he's going to show up in the DS Nine episode. He's got to.
0: Yes. I, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I really also hope that um, Rom is in it as well.
1: Yeah, it's possible. And see if he's see if he's still Grand
2: Nagus. Yeah, yeah that's a good point because he, he Grand he,
0: Nagus he... with his seat at DS Nine.
2: Yeah. What what has he done to the Ferengi Alliance now? What, how has that society changed? That that'd be a good follow up.
1: Yeah. I would love a continuation of the Ferengi storyline. not just in a jokey way, but I would love mm-hmm. to see, yeah. like, like you say, what's going on.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I mean, we've seen them in Discovery. I would like a visit to Ferenginar and see what it's like now, what their society mm-hmm. has because evolved into.
0: The only mm-hmm. Ferengi we saw was very clearly male.
1: All right.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, so
1: far as we could tell. Yeah.
0: As far as we could tell. So. But we got a great female women Ferengi. clothes now?
1: We got a great female Ferengi on Prodigy.
0: We did, yeah, and she yeah. was wearing clothes.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
3: well, it was that chilly. tells me
0: that there was changes happening. It could be,
3: or she could be rogue, you know? Exactly, and Something. that's what I was taking it as.
1: Well, don't oh, tell God. us, Dan.
3: Oh, sorry. I was reading ahead on the comments. Right. He knows yep, exactly it. what happens in the DS9 episode. Well, don't tell us. Right. <laughs> we want to be surprised. Yes. Keith doesn't even watch trailers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We we give him more information when we talk yeah. about this stuff than he ever sees anywhere else. Yeah, I'm always Sorry, right. Yeah,
2: I'm always sitting here in the show going, Really? Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was feel
3: bad that we talk. Veronica about this, <laughs> does that for the episodes we've watched.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Oh, that's so true. It's true. It's true. Uh so, no, well, I th- loved the Batless and Binox episode. I thought it was great. Yeah. yeah. I liked uh, the whole the whole subplot with um Uh, the space elevator. And I love the subplot with Boimler getting hunted by the alien guy. And it was just the whole thing. I just, it was just a fantastic episode. It really was.
3: It was great fun. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I forget that that was last week because we were so busy getting ready for our shows we didn't watch that till Monday. Oh, yeah,
1: we did we, <laughs> right. we just watched
3: it this
0: so, week. So this <laughs> week both of them blended in my brain. I was like, wait, one of them was last week. Right. What?
1: And right. I've talked before about I'm mean, like I get up at like five a.m. or four or earlier to make sure I see lower decks, and I didn't even get to watch it until Monday. That's how busy I've been. Yeah.
2: One of the things I loved about the episode is and, and Lower Decks that like we've all said this for Lower Dex has done an incredible job of incorporating stuff from the uh, other shows in a jokey, but at the same time, kind of serious way, or it, it makes sense. And I love the, the cut about. Another one of those planets where people are kind of like half naked and health conscious and run around. A reference to that horrible episode, Justice from TNG. Right. But yep. I love they were, I love the way they can take a horrible show like that and incorporate it into this episode. So I, I, it's like there are, There's more than one planet like that in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Well, I and I
1: love that they tied (laughs) ransom into it at the end because it makes because we like because we already know that ransom's a big health conscious guy. He's a big like he works out, he lives, That's part of his character. (laughs) So the fact that he's on this health conscious planet and it comes in handy makes perfect sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I I thought it was Star Trek two thousand nine references with the space jump.
2: Yes. (laughs) Yes, Yes, that was great. Then she did another one. She had to go right to do another one, which is great. (laughs) Yeah. And I was loving it with the engineer, who we know is the prince on the planet who can't have sex because then he'll he'll have to become he'll have to go back and rule his planet. And so yeah. it was. I wrote down on my notes like, well, he was so excited to go down there. And I'm like, well, I guess he can just enjoy the sunshine and the mai tais or whatever. But at one right. point, Rance even said, "Don't become king" or something like that. Especially <laughs> tell him not to have sex.
3: Right. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the the Tindy arc this season. Mm.
4: Yeah, with her yeah. going
3: into. Uh, first officer or science officer training—that's mm-hmm. really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. and I'm looking forward to seeing how how she progresses this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. I'm yeah, loving I'll, seeing her more. Her more confident than she was in the first season. She's grown a lot already, and
1: I, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I, I enjoy just watching the characters. I they have really yeah. really interesting. I, I'm enjoying Mariner sort of um, being on a shorter leash this year. Yes. yes. You know, that change That surprised
2: me. Yeah, that changed, surprised me. Oh, because they, they've clapped down on her. That's what you're saying. They clapped down on her in a ways I we've never really seen like this. And even Ransom, um, who's kind of, a um, you know, he's kind of the, the, the first officer. Yeah, he's comic relief, but even he's pretty serious with this. So yeah. that was yeah. a tonal shift I was slightly surprised by, which actually yeah. does make sense. Because at the same time, we were kind of saying, how long could she keep acting like this and being like an internal yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. No, I, I, I mean, like
3: she's got to grow past that at some point. Right. Or or it just becomes, you know, unbelievable. Right. So yeah. I'm, I'm really liking seeing the way that she's developed as well.
2: Right. Yeah. Alan, you said something that I found interesting about Tendi. Because we know from what they've shown now that Orion women actually have incredible confidence typically. And then, of course, they have those pheromones that work on a whole bunch of races. And, and we've seen Tendi one time kind of almost fake it. When she was acting like they expect her to act so yeah. that's a very interesting character study because mm-hmm. it's tendy unusually shy for an orion woman is she just um holding it back because she's in the federation do orion mm-hmm. women in the federation have to sign some kind of thing like what's her name did in the motion picture where they don't put their pheromones out um I right <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> so it's very interesting because she could pretty much almost run the ship just by throwing her pheromones out. So yeah. um, it's it's a very interesting. I was thinking about that. Well, it, it
1: it could be too that we've just been seeing a very limited um, viewpoint on the Orion culture all this time. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. You know, we're That's seeing true. the ones who are involved in the adventures that we've seen, but we. Hmm. I mean, maybe the average Orion is just like working at a bank, <laughs> you know, just going about life.
3: <laughs> I mean, right? Exactly. Okay. We see the 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 characters that the Enterprise encounters. We don't see Uh the the average everyday Orion mom raising her kids. You know that kind of stuff.
2: Uh, So the average, so it's saying so the average Orion woman doesn't come home and call her husband a worm and hit him and make him. I mean, she might. (laughs) She might.
1: (laughs) Hopefully, (laughs) consensually. (laughs) You know. Yep.
2: Right, I uh, I I gotta say I, I laughed out loud at the end when they were getting ready to sacrifice them to and to to the volcano. And she's like, "What was it? A psychic baby, an evil computer, and the volcano?" <laughs>
1: right.
3: Like, wow.
2: Right. Overkill. Now <laughs> they have a system of checks and
1: balances.
2: Exactly. It's, it's, it makes
1: sense. <laughs> that,
4: <laughs> <Exactly>. was <great. laughs> that was great.
1: That's awesome.
2: It was great. Yeah, the psychic baby killed me. <laughs> And it was so funny when they were whole thing like when they said, how dare you walk into the temple without showing your navel? And then he says, show your navel. And then somehow that became a problem. And then what's his name it had an Audi. And that was even worse. Right. <laughs> it just went on and on and on.
1: Yeah.
3: There's yeah, a couple love th- of comments that I've gotten that all pertain to the next
1: episode. So I'm saving okay. them until we get okay. there. Okay. Well, do you guys want to go ahead and swerve into that? Or do you have something else to say about Batless and Benox? Um, it was good.
2: Yeah, it was good. It was a very funny episode. I laughed. I actually laughed much more on this one than I did the season premiere. Not, let's not say the season premiere was bad, but I laughed mm. much more on this one. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it.
1: Hmm. Okay. Well, let's get on to I think it was called Mining the Minds
2: Minds. Am I remembering that correctly? That is correct. Yeah. Mining the Minds Mine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'll say that I think this is my least favorite episode of the season so far. And it's sort of oh. falling back on some things that sort of. Lower Decks does periodically where just the characters just seem incompetent and they get humor out of the characters seeming incompetent. And I don't mm-hmm. really care for that. That's like that aspect of Lower Decks that I struggle with the most. Yeah. Is people not seeming to know what they're. Like, yeah, I like them to be competent Starfleet officers and you find humor in their situations. Right. Um, right. Rather than just being dumb. Hmm. That's interesting.
2: Yeah. Which, which way were they being dumb that you didn't like?
1: Well, like I didn't think that. Um,
0: slamming dunks into the thing. <laughs>
1: Oh, I see. And then, just...
0: like breaking them yeah. open and then turning into stone and breaking off his arms.
1: Yeah, things like that. I didn't think that Captain Freeman was portrayed particularly well. Yeah. And I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that Uh-oh. whole scene
3: that that stretched out through the episode really was not
0: good. Really weird.
3: Mm. Yeah,
2: I just... yeah. I agree with you. It was strangely slapstick because no Federation captain would turn down. Something, well, something like that. But no
3: Starfleet captain would keep an argument like that going in front right. of people that you're supposed to be exactly. negotiating with for that long. I mean, that's
1: just yeah. dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That goes back to the first season where uh, Mariner just does this long, exaggerated yawn in the middle mm-hmm. of. Yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. things like that that would never happen.
2: Right. That I drives agree. me nuts. Yeah, I do agree. That was a little slapstick, cause that's like that's like yeah. first contact or contact one on one. Somebody yeah. gives you something, you take it. I mean, that's I mean, wars have been started for not taking stuff. You know, so
1: right? Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. that,
2: that. And also, then I had. And it's funny, you guys. I hadn't really thought about it, but now I'm thinking about the things he said, like calling her old school in front of everybody and kind of disrespecting her, which kind of yeah. made no sense. It's not like she's Picard's age, for that no. matter. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But there's definitely a an age difference between the two of them. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to him, she probably isn't any different than Picard.
4: Wow. <laughs> yeah.
3: Could be. Yeah. You know how that those be- young
1: bucks are.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I still enjoyed the episode. I thought I, I, I got mm-hmm. a lot of laughs out of it. Yeah.
1: I always enjoy lower decks, but yeah. You know, he's I, I like um, certain things that I feel are their strengths and certain things that I feel like they're not. And yeah, I mean, if you're the captain of a starship, even if it's the least important ship in the fleet, there's some level of competency that you should have to have attained right. the, the role, right. you know. Yeah. But I, it, I, I do
3: like uh, finding out that at least among the California classes, Cerritos is like the top dog and yeah. has a reputation amongst the yeah. other California class ships. And, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed the the two Lower decks crews kind of working together to solve the 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 dilemma of the of the episode. So I, I mean, I thought it balanced itself out pretty well.
0: I did like that. I thought the way that they started off the episode, where they were like being snotty and yeah, acting like they were better, did not mesh with the oh no, we were just trying to show off for you guys. Mm. Because right. that, that did not mesh together at all for
1: Yeah, you Yeah, the little mm. bait and switch didn't work for you? No. Hmm.
0: At all. Okay. Not at all.
2: I did like the silicate life forms. I thought it was uh, it was funny because in the midst of a, of a jokey show, I thought that guy said something that was actually kind of deep. Is when he said, what you call silicate life, we just call life. And then he goes, mm-hmm. you did not seem alive to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I love that. That was, that, awesome. is, that, was <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So that's the third silicon silicon life formed we've seen in star trek i think the first was the Horta. Mm-hmm. the second was not well the second was some weird and alan you may remember there was, there was a weird silicate silicon based bacterium or something that the organians used in enterprise when um, they introduced the uh, enterprise and there was some moon where there was an orga- there was a silicon based bacterium and the organians basically let people come there and get exposed to it because they just want to see how people face death. And no. that, yeah, it was weird. What, <laughs> what, 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 what kind of
0: life form did they decide those little flappy things were in that weird episode <laughs> with with Kirk's brother?
1: Oh, talking about the 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 space amoeba, not the amoeba, but the uh, little
2: space brain cells. Yeah, yeah. they were still carbon based. Yeah, oh, okay. the space pancakes. Yeah, okay. they were carbon based. They were just like one part of it, like some brain that spanned. I don't know, light years or something like that. They were made of silicone.
3: Let's let's get some of these comments. So Dan would like to know,
1: out of the first three episodes, what's our favorite? I'll say "Bathless
2: and Binocs was my favorite. Yeah,
0: I agree. Of those three, that one's my favorite. Ironically, I'm going
2: to say Mining the Minds Mine was my favorite. Okay. You just like saying that title. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> which is weird because just some reason it was. You got everything you guys are saying about making no sense was correct, and usually I'm I criticize things like that. But for some reason, I just let go and laughed, and I, yeah. and I and I think I died when the when the when the when the fantasies turned to nightmares, and I just lost it when I saw the killer clown Klingons, right? Yeah. hands. I mean, that was just crazy. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, and we got to see the big the big space serpent from yeah. the original animated series. <laughs> yeah. That was the con or
1: yeah. or however you want to pronounce it, Kukla Fran and Ollie. Yeah, whichever
0: cuckoo <laughs> Kuk- con, <laughs> Kuk-
1: Yeah, it's pronounced a few ways in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: it's right. it's the name is from um, the Mayan culture. Okay, well you the, tell uh, William Chat. Yeah, it was I've been there.
3: And then we got the big Borg snake. Yes. That was kind of interesting. Um, I don't know. I can't decide between these first three. They've all been kind of even for me. Okay. I don't know. Um, Matt said that he had difficulty explaining to uh, Leah Brahms to his wife, Elaine, without (laughs) spoiling some of the fun moments for when we get there in TNG. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, they just watched Squire of Gothos, so it's going to be a little. while. It's going to be a while, exactly. <laughs> but they they've been jumping around though. So. Uh, Dan is interested in knowing if there if we think there's a future together for Mariner and Jennifer. Yeah.
0: No.
1: I don't, I don't know. know.
0: I don't yeah. think so. I think they I think that's kind of come out of the field. Having fun, Yeah,
1: no, yeah I, like I like the Mariner very- and Jennifer thing, but I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know how a, a commitment person Mariner is. She is not. Right. But I guess we'll yeah. see what her arc, how yeah. her arc develops, you know?
3: I mean, yeah. that might be another part of her development this season. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. ransom stuff and then, you know, going into a relationship. Who knows? Could be. Yeah. I don't. Let's see. Matt says, apparently, there are still galaxy class ships in service and they're still considered an elite position. Good. Coasting. Sorry. They should be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because how many years is this after TNG? Uh, it's, not, it's not a whole 19
1: other. years. I think we're around, uh, no, not 19, maybe 17 years after um, Encounter at Farpoint. Okay. That was 2364, and I think we're in 2381
2: now. Yeah, so I, I mean, the Enterprise, um, Kirk's Enterprise was 20 years old, and they were just thinking about retiring it. And then, of course, the, what's the one, is the Reliant class that never seems to go away?
1: Yeah, I mean the the Galaxy class should be in service for like a hundred years. Like, yeah, yeah, re- yeah, realistically, that ship should be yeah. top of the line for a while. Yeah, right. Um,
2: Dan Enterprise- enjoys. I'm sorry. What was the Enterprise B? What class was that? The big workhorse.
1: The the, the B was an Excelsior.
2: Excelsior, that thing's been around for freaking ever, right? Yes. You know, that, 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 yeah. I mean, I saw that. I you see that in battles. Then of course, Klingon Bird of Prey doesn't ever seem to go away because. Yeah, <laughs> Because they had those expensive models from the movies. <laughs> right. right.
3: <laughs> Dan right. Lucky enjoyed seeing the USS Hood again. Yeah. And oh, Matt yeah. Matt casts his vote. He says, I can make a case for any of the three, but the transporter officer makes grounded my favorite so far. <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was great. Yeah. I love the I love when they can build out the world of Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I, mean, I, I mean, I love seeing new planets, and I love seeing things like the 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 psychic baby and the volcano and the computer. <laughs> I love that. But I also just love just seeing Bozeman and finding mm-hmm. yeah. out that there's just like weird old guys that work in transporter rooms. And yeah, you know, I love that stuff. You know, <laughs> I, you're right. I, I do think that's my favorite of the three so far.
3: Grounded. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I really enjoyed it a lot. And it was really good. Uh, yeah, and even if the other one. The second one had all that Martok, which yeah, that should sway me. That should weigh heavily in favor for me because I love Martok. But yeah, that first one was, I just loved it. I thought it was
1: so good. Yeah. 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 It's a strong season so far.
2: Yeah. As I, like, I would um, expect. So yeah. I like it when, when the, when the group from the other crew, when they were all running the, the one alien guy says, uh, I laughed, he said, I think I pulled my dominant groin. To, I'm not really I'm not really sure what what kind of anatomy we're talking about.
3: Yeah. He, said, little, he said dominant, right? Yeah, dominant groin. Yeah. What's yeah, that? that's interesting. Uh-huh. Um, how many does he
2: have? <laughs> Just one of those little things they throw in there. And yeah. again, it's yeah. so funny because it's it's silly, but at the same time, isn't that what Star Trek is supposed to be about, which is aliens yeah. are not like us. And so it's yeah. a funny thing, but it's also kind uh, of yeah. makes sense. You know, exactly. Makes sense. You know, like Balkans with two eyelids and Wharf with I everything. Mean, the Klingons have redundant everything.
1: Yeah. yeah. Including groins. <laughs> and so, sometimes things, will, uh, something on like Lower Decks will strike me as being too silly or too uh-huh. out of the realm for Star Trek. Uh-huh. But then uh-huh. like last night, I was watching, looking for Parmok in all the wrong places. And Quark's like, love, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you know? I'm like, if I had my Lower <laughs> Decks, I would complain <laughs> about it on the show. <laughs> One of my favorite Quark lines
3: ever. The first time I saw that episode, I laughed so hard.
4: Yeah, oh, that's funny. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: Let's Star Trek see. can be silly.
3: Dan says the Icarus Factor, which is an episode we shall never speak of again. Oh, the Jim Hadar generations. I feel like we've seen a lot of Galaxy class ships getting decimated. Yeah, but they just gonna yeah.
1: keep building them. Yeah, well, the Constitution's had the same problem in the original series. Oh it's, yeah, you know, you, you're, you're gonna have a ship like the Hero ship getting destroyed. Because then you know it shows how dangerous everything is. Yeah. Exactly, and it's like with right. so the Jim Hadar. Is like we'll show how bad the Jem'Hadar Hadar are because they'll they'll destroy a ship like the Enterprise D, which was our hero right. ship until like right. last year. You know, yeah, which was the
3: the 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 whole mindset between having Worf get beat up all the time, right, to show you just how strong somebody is.
2: Mm-hmm. Speaking of the starships, does anybody know what the new top of the line starship would be at the time of Lower Decks? What was the I forget? What was the Enterprise E? I'm blanking on what that it was. It was a
1: Sovereign class ship. Sovereign. Yeah, Sovereign yeah mm-hmm.
2: so they, there would be something beyond that right i guess or well the there?
1: USS Obana looked like a oh. cross between the sovereign and the excelsior and mm-hmm. that looked like it was sort of a follow-up to that to me um mm-hmm. that was in the season finale last year that was um whats her face's ship that got disabled at that planet and they had to go safe mm-hmm. but it, it looked it was very sovereign class looking to me mm-hmm. yeah so it looks like the that yeah. design lineage is continuing on yeah Okay. All right. Well, any final thoughts about about lower decks?
0: Hilarious it's, as always. Yeah, cranking yeah.
2: right along. Absolutely yeah. enjoying it. I think that their their writing is really sure, and they, they 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 really got the world down. And yeah, I think matter of fact, I think all the Star Trek shows, even Picard, it looks like it's you really feel Star Trek is back. Whether you, yes, whether you like all of it or not. It really feels like the days when Berman and Braga were running it. And whether you liked it or not, you saw that it was a universe that they were putting together. And I'm finally to right. the point where I feel that now with Star Trek, all of the episodes yeah. of my old series.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, coming up, we've got, um, like, Lower Decks not right now, obviously. And then October 27th, mm-hmm. we've got Prodigy. Yep. And then February 16th, uh, Star Trek uh, Picard Season 3. Um, we're not sure if there's going to be anything else in between or not, or how many of parties your episodes are getting that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. But then it just said 2023 for strange new worlds. And it occurred to me after we moved on that we never talked about those strange new worlds clip Mm -hmm. and they were going back to Rigel seven. I thought we did talk about that or did I, I don't remember talking about Rigel seven. I would remember that. Okay. Yeah. There was a clip (laughs) from strange new worlds and they were, they were getting dressed up like K They called them to head down to Rigel seven. And uh, Ortegas was going to get to go on the landing party, but yep. uh, didn't get to it at the last minute. So, Is Rigel
2: 7 the one that Pike references in the cage? That's the one with the Kalar. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, he fought that dude with the funny teeth and, the, yep, <laughs> and all that. Was, that that yeah. was the Kalar. Awesome.
3: Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Not so. Worf's ex-wife. <laughs> 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 Sorry. That's all right. Yep. Um, before we go, Dan is wondering if it was ever established anywhere, even in uh, extended media, what class Enterprise F is. There is an
1: Enterprise F in Star Trek Online. Uh, I don't remember. The, the, I don't that. Yeah, I don't play Star Trek Online and I don't remember what the class name is, but there is one. And I think if I remember correctly, that ship class was used for um, Picard's ship in the Picard comic. But as far as an Enterprise F, like the 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 next gen relaunch novels, didn't get that far. It was up to Enterprise E still. Okay. So um, now, whether it was the ones ever been introduced that I don't know about, possibly. But the most famous one is from Star Trek Online, and maybe they'll go with it. Maybe they won't. And according to
3: Memory Beta, uh, it is the Odyssey class.
1: Okay.
2: Odyssey. It's pretty cool. Odyssey. It looks more advanced than the Enterprise E to me. Mm-hmm. You know what? The Odyssey was the name of the Galaxy class ship that was destroyed by the Jem'Hadar in um, Deep Space Nine. So I wonder if that was was named for that. Oh,
3: interesting. Yeah, could yeah.
2: be. Remember when they first hit? They first um, battled the Jem'Hadar, and, and two Jem'Hadar ships ran into the Odyssey and blew it up. And
1: it had the worst Galaxy class bridge.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, and he right. actually played. And the actor who played the captain of the Odyssey was one of the Rudy Wells from the Six Million Dollar Man series. I, I know mm-hmm. that guy because he's like man-at-arms and He-Man and everything else. But yeah, I remember that was that that ship was named the Odyssey, so I wonder if it was named in honor of them.
3: Yeah, maybe. Um, Dan is, is expanding on that by saying mm-hmm. that Terry Metalis has heavily hinted that the Enterprise F will be one of the two Enterprises in Picard Season 3. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's true.
2: I know very little past that. The only other Enterprise I know about from the future was that not very well liked. was it the enterprise j that incredibly yeah. slim one from um yeah the series enterprise the future that nobody likes
1: <laughs> well people it has its fans people do like the enterprise j but really? uh yeah uh we're not that far in, into the future yet discovery is discovery is, discovery is it, for discovery it's in the past if it exists that uh-huh. was a weird timeline thing going on <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah
1: yeah it was an alternate timeline. Oh. so who knows if it really exists so mm-hmm. i don't know okay any
3: closing right. thoughts
2: from anybody else do we have a question of the week or not this week? Oh,
3: no, I didn't even think about getting one because we had so much stuff. To we had a, yeah, a big week, but we actually made it. We actually made it. on. Time. I know. And we actually would have had time for one had I thought right. to look for one. Uh, we'll, we'll get it next time. Well, yeah. Next time we'll go five minutes extra. I don't <laughs> okay. All right, Alan, sure. where can people find more of you? Well, I have a podcast called Modern Musicology and we just released an episode reviewing the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert that took place at Wembley stadium on January 3rd. And our next episode is going to feature an interview with a truly iconic eighties rock figure. Wow. I would, I would tell you, but what the, the line I'm supposed to say is our lips are sealed. Okay. Okay. Also, oh, okay, I also have my little publishing company, Cosmic Press. K O Z M I C Press. You can find that at cosmicpress.com. You can find it at Facebook. You can find it at Instagram. And you can find it at Twitter. There you go. And
2: how about you, Keith? You can find me on Instagram sometimes, Twitter sometimes, and Facebook.
4: Facebook. Woo! <laughs> and, Finally. Yeah, man. I'm back. <laughs>
3: back with a vengeance you're gonna see so many posts on the. trust me you are (laughs) right on the eso network facebook group it's gonna be all keith all the time
2: (laughs) now i gotta go back and make sure when i post something nobody else has posted it already because i'm way behind
3: (laughs) yeah people have stepped up man to take up the slack (laughs) right and how about, you? how about us, Veronica?
0: Feltnerdy.com. And? Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys.
1: That's right. And if you're in the Atlanta area, we've got um, a lot of puppet shows coming up. We're, yeah. We've been booking some puppet shows. So next up, we're going to be at the Aurora Theater in Lawrenceville. We're doing two shows on September the 17th, two of the same show. Yes. Because I said that at every single one of our shows this weekend, and Veronica corrected me in front of a crowd every single time. That's, That's nice. the great thing about Performing Because
0: after wife. the first one, someone asked, is it two different shows? So right. I was making sure it was clarified.
1: Well, right. I can just buy two tickets and find out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be September the 17th. And then we've got more shows coming up after that. So we'll we'll keep talking about that as that gets closer. Uh, but no, let's go ahead and talk about we're also on October. I believe that Sunday is October the 9th we're going to be making a return to the sinful Sundays burlesque show at the red red light cafe. Wow! So we're, we've got a, a kid, a family friendly show coming up in Lawrenceville. And then we've got another burlesque show that will be not family friendly coming. And
0: up. I'm sure there will be a puppet slam at some point in yeah. October.
1: If October the 9th is the wrong date, it's the Sunday that week. Yes. So I think it's the ninth, but um, yeah, we've got those two things, those two things coming up. And uh, do you have a closing for us this week? Yes. What?
0: Yeah, I know. Right. Right?
1: I well, thought hit. of it a few
0: seconds ago. Well hit it. Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> okay. What? Is that the Star <laughs> <part>? <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> it didn't have to be a Star Trek quote.
3: Okay, yeah. Or for I the mean, show.
0: It's a closing.
3: <laughs> great. Job. I mean, it could be a monkey's <laughs> lyric, I guess.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to Earth Station Trek. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Give us a positive rating.
0: or by shopping at the Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.